0: here with david and cindy and matt and welcome you to day 145 of shaped by the word uh, the story of the prophets Uh, we pick up in uh, jeremiah 5 beginning in verse 13 as god has pronounced you know judgment on his people he has pleaded with them uh, you know not simply for years but even for centuries you they would remain faithful to them and he's warned them of the consequences of, of their unfaithfulness and of course we've seen a beautiful picture this week of uh, you know, God's faithfulness to Israel in spite of you know, Israel's you know, faithlessness. Israel walked away from God altogether. And Judah's unfaithfulness, even though they had the outward pretense of continuing to worship in Jerusalem and the temple and the sacrifices and all of those things, their heart wasn't in it. And they brought so much of their culture into their worship and their way of life that they looked more like the world uh, than they did like the people that God had called them to be as a testimony you know, to the world of his goodness. So we continue, you know, Jeremiah started by living in the country, and he said, you know, I know, a lot of our people are not educated. They don't know, and surely if I go to Jerusalem, I'll see a sense of righteousness there because they have the privilege of the temple. They have the presence of the Torah. You know, surely, you know, they know the way of the Lord, but the unfaithfulness is so stark you know, that uh, God says, even if you find one righteous person, you know, uh, in the in the city, I'll spare the whole city, but one could not, you know, be found. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, Abraham you know, with God said, you know, of you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. If find if you find ten, would that be okay? And God said, for the sake of the ten, so he is in one sense, you know, saying Israel is even more unrighteousness, and my mm-hmm. patience with them is even greater. Than it is you know with Sodom you know and, and, and Gomorrah, so we pick up in chapter five again, reading in verse thirteen, and uh, always we pause because God has given us the privilege of of hearing His word and of knowing His word. We have so many beautiful translations of the word. We have an abundance of wealth in our access to the word and study Bibles and study notes. Uh, but beyond all of that, you know, God is. A God who's speaking, God who has revealed Himself. He's not left us, you know, without clues to who He is and what pleases Him. And, and so we always come to Scripture, wanting to know Him more and live lives, you know, that are pleasing to Him. So uh, before we, before we read, Cindy, you lead us as we just kind of yeah. offer ourselves in this moment, mm-hmm. you know, to Him, Father? We do thank you for Your Word, and these are strong words um, to read this morning. And Father, um, we know that just the consequences of, of the way we rebel against you will result in, in your acting. And so, Father, um, we just ask that as we read these these words um, for the nation of Israel, that they could so easily be words written um, for us in our own hearts, Father, in our own acts of rebellion against you. So pray that you take this time and that your spirit will teach us and convict us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Jeremiah 5 verse 13, and the prophets are but wind and the word is not in them. So let what they say be done to them. Therefore, this is what the Lord God Almighty says, because the people have spoken these words, I will make my words in your mouth a fire and these people, the wood it consumes. People of Israel declares the Lord, I bring a distant nation against you, an ancient and enduring nation, a people whose language you do not know, whose speech you do not understand. Their quivers are like an open grave. All of them are mighty warriors. They will devour your harvest and your food, devour your sons and daughters. They'll devour your flocks and your herds, devour your vines and your fig trees. With a sword, they'll destroy the fortified cities in which you trust. Yet even in those days, declare the Lord, I will not destroy you completely. And when the people ask, why has the Lord our God done all of this? You will tell them, as you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your own land, so now you will serve foreigners in a land not your own. Announce this to the descendants of Jacob and proclaim it in Judah. Hear this, you foolish and senseless people who have eyes but do not see, who have ears but do not hear. Should you not fear me, declares the Lord, should you not tremble in my presence? I made the sand a boundary for the sea, an everlasting barrier It cannot cross. The waves may roll, but they cannot prevail. They may roar, but they cannot cross over it. But these people have stubborn and rebellious hearts, and they've turned aside and gone astray. They do not say to themselves, "'Let us fear the Lord our God, "'who gives autumn and springs, rains and season, and who assume, assures us of the regular weeks of harvest. "'Your wrongdoings have kept these away. "'Your sins have deprived you of good. "'Among my people are the wicked, "'who lie in wait like men who sneer birds.'" And like those who set traps to catch people, like cages full of birds, their houses are full of deceit, and have become rich and powerful and have grown fat and sleek, their evil deeds have no limit, they do not seek justice, they do not promote the case of the fatherless, they do not defend the just cause of the poor, should I not punish them for this, declares the Lord, should I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? A horrible and shocking thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophesy lies. The priests rule by their own authority, and my people love it this way. But what will you do in the end? The prophets, uh, you know, uh, their images are their images are grand, and of course, well, they're, they're in another you know another time and setting. Uh, but there's falling away from the Lord of the people is so familiar; it just kind of has you know, a familiar ring to them. And it's easy to think, you know, that the, what they what they did was a little bit, you know, worse than what we did. We don't, you know, bow down to idols and, you know, we don't have this, you know, casual attitude toward the plight of the poor and the downtrodden and, and those kinds of things. But in our difference, we do kind of overlook, you know, uh, some of the things that should capture our hearts and should capture our affections, both in ourselves and the plight of those, you know, around us. Mm-hmm
1: how many times does the Lord need to just <laughs> tell them, you know, just how rebellious, but I mean, this is, mm-hmm. it's funny, just reading this only earlier, you know, a few chapters into Jeremiah and it's these repeated themes of yeah. you've forsaken yeah. me. You've turned after mm-hmm. other things. You're stubborn and rebellious. You've turned aside and gone astray. And, and yet these are things that, that I need to hear time and time again, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's easy to look at Israel and Judah and say, you know, what are they doing? Why aren't they turning back to no. the Lord? And, and then to look inward and say, what am I doing? Why do I keep turning from the Lord? Yeah.
0: And, and, you know, why am I just, you know, indifferent? I mean, you yeah. know, maybe not, you know, skilled in practicing evil, but indifferent <laughs> toward what is good, indifferent, you know, toward who the Lord is. You know, why don't you come in my presence and tremble? Why is there something that affects you, yeah. you know, deep into you know, the core of your being? You know, it's a question, you know, that he, you know, that he asked. And the prophets as a whole are, 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 you know, in Jeremiah, you've already mentioned, we've, we're just five chapters in, yet we're hearing a constant refrain and a constant theme mm-hmm. about their unfaithfulness. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have read Isaiah, and these are the themes you find in Isaiah and Hosea and, and Jonah and Amos. And, and you hear this over and over and over again. And, and so you would hope it would be something, you know, that uh, Israel could hear once and say, oh, gosh, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, we repent, mm-hmm. but they need to hear it over and over and over and over again, and yet they still don't have ears to hear or eyes, you know, to see, eyes, yep. you know mm-hmm. to see. And that's a sad reflection on them, but it's also a reflection on us that we can hear the mm-hmm. same things over and over yeah. and over again it, and, and not repent. Yeah, it not interesting
1: how, Christ. you know, this section that we read started with The Lord telling Jeremiah that, you know, Mm -hmm. because um, the people have spoken these words, I will make my words in your mouth a fire and the people, the wood it consumes, you know. And then when he speaks of the prophets in general that are prophesying at the end of the chapter... He says the prophets prophesy lies, and the priests rule by their own authority, and the people love it this way. He's like, and the words that are going to be true from your mouth, you know, that give to
0: you will consume a. people. going to be painful, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know the yeah. uh, the work that needs to be done in you to bring you to a place of repentance, so I can uh, cure your wound, renew your heart, uh, right. and restore you to a relationship with Him. It's going to be severe.
2: Mm-hmm. And you see the theme again and again. You know, he he, and it's an indictment on them. You know their evil deeds have no limit in 28 and they do not seek justice. They do not promote the case of the followers. They do not defend the just cause of the poor. And, and we've seen that all throughout the prophets, but even carried into the heart of Christ and to be a, it's a, it's a people who are standing in awe of, of, of God and who he is. And, and in light of that, they do take up justice. They do promote the case of the followers and defend the case of the poor. And so just seeing the heart of the father, uh, that's supposed to be through the people. We, we don't see it here, but that's been one of the things I've been convicted of more and more is is those who have truly seen the heart of the Father who truly standing in awe of him, they are going to be devoted to these types mm-hmm. of things. They're going to be known for taking up these sorts of causes, not politically but because the scriptures are calling us to be these types of people and and so anytime I see them so far from that from the heart of the Father, it, it's hard to see, but I do see it in myself as well
0: now it, it, it's it's you know not a political message at all it's a neighbor love mm-hmm. yeah. message and, and of course we know from you know we know from uh, the new testament that jesus said there are two major commands in scripture that uh, explain everything else one is that you need to love the lord your god with all of your heart and of course they're deeply indifferent to him mm-hmm. and you need to have as much care for your neighbor as you do for yourself and they're deeply indifferent to them. Mm. So this shows a people as far from God, you know, as they you know as they possibly could be. And the opening line, you know, in verse thirteen, the prophets are wind. Uh, what if, you know for you know, for those of us that teach the Word, what a horrible thing if God would say that. That was just wind. Yeah, you're not speaking for me. You're <laughs> not speaking from you know a deep relationship with me. Uh, and a matter of fact, you know, the things are speaking are leading people. You know, further and further away from me mm-hmm. rather than closer and closer to me and, and paul said that would be the case in these last days people will find teachers that say what they want to hear and uh, you have that we, we, you love it that way mm-hmm. you tell them they'll surround themselves with a multitude of teachers tell them mm-hmm. exactly what their itching ears you know, want to hear
2: and it seems to be so much of the story of the bible is it's kind of that story of where's your loves and we see their misplaced love here mm-hmm. of of the people and yet In the invitation time and time again, we read it earlier in the week, return, 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 return to your true love, which is our creator, which is God. And in Mm -hmm. that we we find so much and yet we don't want to return because we have stubborn and rebellious hearts, right? Mm -hmm. And, Mm And so how does that change, you know, that? I think it's a question a lot of people uh, wrestle through.
0: You know, we often talk about you know the truthfulness of Scripture that you know has been you know verified in archaeology and history and things like that, and mm-hmm. and, and, and certainly that that's reassuring. Uh, but the truthfulness of Scripture more than anything else, you know, comes through in its uh, its assessment of the human condition, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we certainly recognize ourselves in this uh, as the unfaithful and the faithless. Uh, you know, the faithless Israel and unfaithful mm-hmm. you know Judah and uh, uh, God's call to us and our need to, to learn to hear. But thankfully, and, and we will see this more in, in Jeremiah, God has offered a solution to our condition, and that mm-hmm. is the faithful one that we have talked about, the one who lived a life we could never live, and somehow by faith in him, his righteousness is credited to us. The one who died the death, you know that we, we should have, you know, died in somehow by faith. You know the punishment that should have fallen on us has been fallen on him, mm-hmm. and the one who was resurrected, and we have been raised with a new life in him. And uh, our hope is not in in our ability to repent or our ability to change our heart or our ability to get our act together, but in the one who loved us and gave himself for us in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So Matt, you mind closing up the week for us. The word prayer. Yeah,
1: let's pray. Father, we do thank you that you are the faithful one. We thank you that um, that as we read your word and and we're convicted of our own sin, our own faithlessness, our own wandering and rebellion. Rebellion. Um, that Father, we're also reminded of what you've done to to seek us and, and to save us. Um, and so we thank you for the grace that we have in Christ, and, and we pray. Um, Towards that end, that that today we would be reminded um, that that you have called us to yourself, that you have sought us, and and you're continuing to work in us and through us. And so, would we be the kind of people who uh, who don't seek uh, to rebel, but but seek um, justice, who who seek to to love those around us well, because uh, because you've loved us. Um, Father, would would the evidence of our transformation be on display for all to see that that you may be glorified. Father, continue to work in us and through us. Be with us this Sunday as we gather. Uh, Would you be glorified? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.